Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com, and of course, FightfulSelect.com. This show brought to you ad read free by FightfulSelect.com. Head over there. We post things like Raw, SmackDown scripts over there, uh, free for many of you to check out. We also have a lot of exclusive podcasts, behind the scenes footage, including about a minute of footage I took before this show without my co host snowing. Jeff. You were in rare form, rare, because SmackDown has, how I put it, sucked ass for the last year. It does not look like that's going to be the case anymore. And as we are joined by the usual Raw co-host, Alex Palowski, you seemed thrilled about this. I, I would just, I've composed a song in honor of today for Alex Palowski. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck, 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 sucky, 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 suck, 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 suck it, suck, 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 suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck. Enjoy Raw, Alex. Enjoy it. I didn't know you were going to cover an Uncle Cracker song on this show. Anyway, over at Fightful Select, you can check out retro shows. I do Q&A shows every other week. Return to the members-only podcast this week. Nigel, our producer on Listen, your boy will be my guest. Also, I do weekly shows covering Ring of Honor, NXT, New Japan, uh, 205 Live being the elite. It's called The Fightful Weekender. I talk about some exclusive behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, break news on there a little bit every week, and give you kind of a peek behind the curtain of some of the interviews that I do. So go check out FightfulSelect.com. We have several different tiers, everything from basic tiers all the way up to sponsor tiers if you want to take out ads on the Fightful podcast for six months. Uh, a month, however long you'd like. Alex. <laughs> so I did an instant analysis piece of Raw's Superstar Shakeup Hall last night. More like an instant anal. And you, I could have just left the assists off of there. Because it was, it was a colonoscopy. Ah... Yeah, I I I need footage of of the of the war room at this at this draft day because I, I need to see Kurt Angle being like we we want the hype bros and Kurt they're not still a team doesn't matter I really like that Zack Ryder and what he's doing so we'll give you Samoa Joe for Zack Ryder and Mo, Mojo Raleigh and Paige over there going uh sure you we can we'll do that for you because this was nuts Paige needs to be the GM. Of all sports teams. 
This is the Pau Gasol trade to the to the Lakers. That's I, drew the, I drew the comparison on Twitter. My 2K players will understand this. This is every time you boot up the trade finder on franchise mode on 2K, and some team is like, yeah, we'll take this 30 four-year-old dollars a year and has four years left on their deal. We'll give you our first rounder for them. And you're like, eh? Eh? That's what Baron Corbin for Samoa Joe was. But uh, let's take a look. I'll go ahead and get a full list of the SmackDown, <laughs> the SmackDown list here. Jeff Hardy, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Samoa Joe, Sanity, which is Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane. Big Cass, Asuka, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Cesaro, Sheamus, R-Truth, Andrade Cien, Almas, Zelina Vega. The Iconics. And the Iconics last week. Um, This is some thing. And I had somebody say, why do you think Vince loaded up SmackDown? And I said, I don't think that he thinks he did. Now this is a this is a larger discussion, but to me, um, I was saying this on the pod show on the podcast last night. It it really felt like um, Vince had loaded up with a murderer's row, not so murderers, uh, smorgasbord of of upper mid card heels for Roman to feast on for a year. It feels like he's building his entire Monday show around that, and that let's put everything else to make the other show entertaining while I try and do the one thing I've been wanting to do for four years over and over and over again on Raw. And can you tell that I am resentful for having to cover that from now on? Well, I, I think this kind of goes into what happened with the with the shakedown last year where – or shake up, shakedown. Shakedown's mm-hmm. a Bob Seger song, not a – <laughs> but anyways, uh, it was a it was the shakedown this year. Page <laughs> turned Kurt Angle over well, what, and shook him what down he all his money. Out of yeah, if you're looking at it from a wrestling perspective, yes. But Vince isn't looking at it that way. He he yeah. sends people to SmackDown to build the character, and then when he gets the guys, when they ha- when they're central in their character, he brings them over to Raw, and he thinks he can make them stars. It it, it worked sometimes. It worked with Alexa Bliss. Um, I, and I think, oddly enough, I think Carmella is about to become the next Alexa Bliss in many ways. Um, but, you know, y- you have the Miz. You don't need him as a character anymore. You can send him to Raw to kind of, I mean, to SmackDown to kind of cool off, to kind of keep that show fresh and interesting and ha- give it some star power while you're bringing over a guy like Baron Corbin, who you see a lot in, and and to build that character through through I mean Raw is the character show. Raw is the show where they want to make guys into central figures. So I think I think that that plays a lot into it. That said, y'all got hosed. <laughs> I think SmackDown Raw got like 20 21 different people. Uh SmackDown made out with not not many less than that, but there there are fewer slots on SmackDown but with the exception of an R-Truth, there isn't a lot of guys that I see either putting on bad matches and nothing happening with them. We'll talk about what each one individually will do as we go along, but this there is no excuse at this point for this next year to not want to be the want to be the uh, greatest television shows in wrestling history. It's just a matter of maybe a couple. People. The guy at the top. There you go. And maybe the guy right underneath. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. The guy in charge of the show. We will see. But SmackDown Live tonight. Let's get into it. The show kicks off. And uh, AJ Styles calls out Shinsuke Nakamura, who isn't there. At least according to an interrupting Aiden English and Rusev. Rusev and Styles pick a fight with each other. And it's on. It seems like a really total absence of sense to put your most popular guy on the roster against your top baby face, but that's what they were doing. Almost immediately, Rusev is put into a calf crusher and Aiden English interferes and causes a DQ. Daniel Bryan makes the save, and my question is, Jeff, what do you think that AJ Styles thinks of the vegan community? <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think uh, AJ Styles' favorite steak topping is more steak. So... Um, <laughs> Well, you know what? I I don't think it matters really. I mean, sure, he probably isn't a vegan. He's he's not the most woke fella in the world. But you know what? Darn it! 
They both share a love of wrestling. A love of good wrestling, Sean Ross Sapp. And that's that that love will make the world go round. I want this whole feud when it actually comes between Brian and AJ to be all about how AJ's a flat earther. And <laughs> and Daniel Bryan's like, you can see it from space. They doctor those photos. They're just yelling at each other from across the ring. That's just ca- just calling each other explorer names. Look, Magellan, it's <laughs> happened this way. Well, that that certainly would be better than whatever impersonation of Teddy Long that Paige thought was going to be good. Backstage, nope. she makes a tag team match, and uh this was really bad. Um, so you didn't like it, huh? No, I didn't. And, you know, <laughs> I, I did say it's probably not a good idea to put two of your most over popular guys in Rusev and Aiden English against your two biggest baby faces. But to be fair, at this point, every heel on SmackDown had been sent to Raw. So we didn't know who else was on the show. We quickly found out when Shelton Benjamin came out. and <laughs> I loved his line where he said, Last night on Twitter, I said that Chad Gable was an outstanding partner with a bright future ahead of him. I would just like you to know that my Twitter was hacked because I would never say anything like that about Chad Gable. I want old, angry Shelton Benjamin, old man Shelton Benjamin, because we've not really seen that style. He's not capable of a lot of the athletic things that he did uh, 15 or 12 years ago, but old, angry, ass-kicking Shelton Benjamin, I'm down for. He wants title opportunities. And for some reason, Randy Orton comes out, presumably to say, hey, buddy, I've got a championship opportunity. <laughs> Why don't you take a nap? It's past your bedtime, old man. And then the promo would have put Shelton to sleep. So uh, I think maybe that could have started something. But instead, Jeff Hardy is out. Jeff Hardy, who has the unique achievement of being a double Grand Slam champion, and then some on top of that, he and Shelton have a match. It's a good match. Two guys who know each other really well. Shelton does a run-up kick to a top rope, Jeff Hardy. And uh, Hardy hits his whisper in the wind only because Shelton is a total pro and runs into it. But we get the, sh- the classic Shelton dragon whip, swanton bomb. Jeff Hardy picks up the win. Alex, what do you think of Jeff Hardy? You're losing Jeff Hardy just as soon as you got him back. Yep. Uh, I, I, uh, I need to know if Kurt traded him before his title match last night or after his title win last night? I, I bet I bet he thought, you know what? He's damaged goods. He had a DWI. What's the worst that could happen? You and then buy like, high, you sell low. In trading parlance, uh, Kurt would say that um, Jeff Hardy has off-the-field issues, uh, and that's why we're concerned about his long-term uh, uh, future with the team. Well, I mean, um, that's why I traded Rob McCarron for Anna Boward. It was Rob's off the field issues. That's true. That's, that's what it was. That's I true. didn't want to do it. I liked Rob's upside. So it's off, it's off the, the show issues. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, oh, oh I, come on. <laughs> Yo, Jeff. Oh, no, it was Man, great. You're going to make people think I'm serious. Jesus. No, no I mean, who wouldn't trade Rob for Anna? Wow, um, <laughs> come on. Rob's really good. Oh, no, he's great. Um, I look, I have a caveat about Jeff Hardy. I thought the match was good, but Jeff Hardy has the same has a Rob Van Dam problem in my opinion. He's doing the same get bit, the same gimmick. There's been no characterization of Jeff Hardy uh since inception yeah. pretty much. And and it's it's kind of a law of diminishing returns. You're going to put him in another match, he's going to kind of do the same stuff every time because in their mind, that's what the people want to see. And it, it he doesn't change the style. As long as he can do that style, he's going to have some sort of uh, cachet with, with Vince McMahon and the company. I, I just would like to see some sort of change in Jeff Jeff Hardy to differentiate him from one half of the Hardy boys right now, just, just as a singles wrestler, much like they've done with the Matt Hardy and Woken character. I don't need a huge character change, maybe just even – so much as gear change to show that he's now different and maybe a little bit more mature, even though the people are paying to see quote unquote, Jeff Hardy. There are a lot of people who are asking me, Oh, does this mean this title's going here? This title's going there. They're doing a real good job right now of disguising that because thus far at greatest Royal rumble, there are uh, 
Raw versus SmackDown matches for the Intercontinental and the the U.S. Championship. So what they've done here, I think, is is fantastic, and that will lead into uh, Backlash, which has some Raw versus SmackDown matches, which surprises me because, because as we all know, Survivor Series is the one night a year when Raw and SmackDown go head to head in in ring competition. I, I don't plans, think that's true. I was told on Raw last true. night that plans change, so I guess they changed. <laughs> oh, man. This was a good match between Hardy and Shelton. I liked it. Was. It. Harper defeated Jey Uso. This is really abrupt. A fight essentially breaks out at ringside. Harper cracks Jey with the disc at Larry and wins. Naomi comes out squalling <laughs> from Gorilla. That was, The word squalling was not in the script, but she was... <laughs> and the bludgeon brothers are like all right they leave i just love kind of the blank stares can we hit a woman no no this is pg television we can't do that we but can't. with a hammer uh, they did it on fargo once <laughs> maybe we can any any thoughts to this looks like naomi's going to be added to the act well, then what do they add to the Bludgeon Brothers? Because there now has to be an equal and opposite reaction. Now that Nikki Cross woman would fit. We'll talk mm, more about that later. Yeah. Um, Tamina. <laughs> now she's hurt. She's out. Lana. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, no. Samoa Joe appeared on SmackDown Live. <laughs> Let's get yeah. the reaction from Raw correspondent Alex Pawlowski. So they've spent the past two weeks building up this amazing thing of Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns, which could carry into forever. Like, because we all assume Roman's going to go over Brock at uh, at the Gur uh, next Friday, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna feud with Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe does everything that Roman does, in my opinion. Even though Roman, I think, is very good, Roman, Samoa Joe does everything Roman does better. And I was really looking forward to seeing what they were going to do with that. But whoops, no, we're not going to see any of that. Um, also, I can't wait for Joe to, A, not win his match at, uh, in Saudi Arabia, and B, not win his match at Backlash. Because there's no way he's winning either of those matches if he's going to show up uh, on SmackDown Live the, week, the, the Tuesday after Backlash. It's just not happening. So it's too bad because I really love that guy. And um, I'm not going to get to cover him anymore. And it makes me sad. Well, Samoa- if, if, if it's any consolation, SmackDown did lose out on Sin Cara because Samoa Joe stole his soul on this evening. <laughs> Not uh-huh. no consolation, no consolation. <laughs> you, you sure you don't want Sin Cara over there on Raw? No, no, you can keep him. You can, he keep can him. be on two hundred five live. I mean, I know they did that once, but <laughs> we're we're pretty good on the whole main event of main event scene. We don't really need anybody else on the Sin Cara level. We got that. We got that all shored up with Mojo Raleigh. We we're we're good. This is almost cruel, but I'm enjoying it. Um, Samoa Joe is the best. Is the best promo in the WWE. I, I'm gonna. I mean, it, it, yeah. nobody nobody brings the kind of menace that he does to his promos. I, I believe every word he says coming out of his mouth, no matter. How, no matter, even if it is the WWE speak, which you can tell because the use of the term decimate is going to be put in there for, for an important promo. Um, and, and God knows I am loving the prospect of Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, you know, everybody that, that Alex is going to cry about. Um, it's, <laughs> it's going to be great. Alex, I, I would suggest keeping sharp objects away from yourself when you're watching raw. Um, uh, yeah. Don't, don't you worry. I'll, I'll, watch it. I'll watch it in a padded room wearing a straight jacket. Um, yeah. But, but as, as we've said before, now there are no excuses for having bad shows because Samoa Joe's going to bring instant, instant tough credibility to this SmackDown roster. Outside of Samoa Joe's reliance on saying, you see, which nobody says when they talk to other human beings, at least normal ones. I love his promo delivery, even in the ring. And I like that he's willing to put over other people while he does it. Like, he's he's a better mouthpiece for Brock Lesnar than Paul Heyman's been. And Paul mm-hmm. Heyman's really good at being a mouthpiece for Brock Lesnar. It fits. It's really good. And he says that he's going to win the Intercontinental Championship next week at the Greatest Royal Rumble. And then after that, he's going to rip the Universal Championship off of Roman Reigns' waist at Backlash. 
if Roman Reigns manages to beat Brock Lesnar. Now, by all means, uh, assuming Samoa Joe is still healthy, he should help Roman Reigns win that championship. There's really no reason that he shouldn't, other than the fact that he may have went through two matches by that point. Who knows? Because he'll have a ladder match, and he'll be in that Royal Rumble, too. He was great right here. Oh, God, yes. So later we find out that Sanity is coming without Nikki Cross. I am not behind that. I don't know. I don't think Killian Dane's ready to be on that main roster. I would have rather him stuck around in NXT and tagged with Lars Sullivan. I mean, I think that that Wolf and uh, Eric Young are more than ready, but he, Killian Dane was the least ready of the three. Alex, I see you're shaking your head. Tell I, me why you're wrong. I, I, I could not disagree with that statement more. I mean, Big Demo, the guy who he was before he, he went to became Killian Dane, was totally ready. Like you know, maybe I, Big Demo's ready. Yeah. Maybe Big Demo's ready. Yeah, but as far as I know, like I don't know if the the character is ready, but that dude's ready to, to wreck crap all over the ring in, in in on the main roster. They don't have a guy that 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 type of guy on SmackDown Live because thank God they didn't bring Braun Strowman over there. Um, but like he's the, he's going to be that that thing. He's going to do the feats of strength and wreck stuff and. I mean, look, I'm looking forward to him and Wolf or him and Young versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh, Give yes. Me mm. Give me that. I mean, that's going to be great. I, I, I honestly, I, I really do like Killian Dane. I liked his work in all of, the, all of their giant um, tornado tag matches they had. The, his, his stuff that he did in the War Games match was awesome. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm into Killian Dane. I'm not into them not including Nikki Cross. That doesn't make any sense to me. Let me posit this as a possibility. I don't think it is, but let me just put it this way. Let's say that Nikki Cross is just unadvertised right now. They debut Sanity. They get in this giant brawl or whatever with whomever. And then Nikki Cross just shows up and jumps off the top rope on That's the air. I thought. That's what I thought they could, they could eventually do. And then they're instantly over that way. I mean, it, I, it would help because I, I don't know if they'll be over without it. Now, their entrance, I've, I've said this a million times, one of the most underrated entrances in wrestling. And until you see it live, you cannot appreciate it. The darkness, the helicopters, the spotlight, the laughing, yeah. the masks. But she was a big part of that. She was a huge part of that. Yeah, and she would make this women's division, this updated one, close to perfect. Jesus, yeah. So I'm hoping that, that something can happen. Now, as far as Killian Dane, it's just... That Lars Sullivan match was a rough last impression for me because that was. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and blame Lars for that one rather yeah, than you could you could sure. I'm not saying that Killian Dane is like bad or anything. I just thought he had a lot left in NXT. Where whereas I don't know that that uh, Wolf and Eric Young did or Nikki Cross did. Now yeah. that NXT Women's Division is kind of thin right now. It's Dakota Kai, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler. Kyrie Sane, maybe maybe one other, but it's it's really really thin right now, and I would imagine the May Young Classic is going to help restock that a bit. But but it was also kind of time to do something with Killian Dane because the the thing is, I mean, he had debuted in the Battle Royal at Mania two years ago, mm-hmm. and you know it was kind that of was okay. last year. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Two two Manias ago, okay. okay. Um. So, I mean, it, it's either you, you make him an NXT lifer or you try him up on the main roster. And Sanity had, had very little left to do. I, I really don't see what else they could have done down in NXT other than feud with the uh, Undisputed Era more. And we had already seen that with AOP enough. So I would imagine natural first feud for them <laughs> is New Day. Trios, trios. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I'd watch the hell out of that. I would sure. too. I would too. I just want to say before I get hate mail, I like Killian Dane. Just think he had un- he had stuff left in NXT. Uh, Daniel Bryan is backstage talking to Renee Young, but he is inter- interrupted by Big Cass, or at least Big Cass's nipples, <laughs> which is what we see there. Big Cass is like looking over Daniel Bryan's head. You know, I'm not I'm not a big I'm not a, a big guy on Big Cass, but I thought this was a nice introduction. And it's very clear they're going to go the Daniel Bryan Big Cass way. I think Big Cass can be what they wanted Baron Corbin to be. With a way less cool finish, but kind of picks on the little guys. And he is much more likely to get a really, really great match out of an AJ Styles, out of a Daniel Bryan, than he is out of an Enzo Amore. Mm. 
Jeff, your thoughts on Big Cass being on SmackDown Live? Um, well, the, the backstage personal issue part of it fascinates me in some ways. Um, I agree with you. I think he has more potential than, than Baron Corbin, but at the same time, I think Baron Corbin is a little smoother than, than big Cass. I, I still, I would, I would say a lot smoother, but yeah. okay. No, I I'll take that too. I'll, I'll be judicious and say a little, you can say a lot. Um, yeah. I, I think big Cass has some problems with promos as well, because, I think Enzo. I think he relied a lot on Enzo when they were a duo, and he still really hasn't come into his own in terms of his own verbiage and being able to say anything other than he's big, which it seems like this is going to be the gimmick for him. Um, but there's room for these types of acts in wrestling. I'm, I'm like you. I'm not as big on big casts as other people because I would much rather have great matches than have great, you know, spectacle. But he fits on this roster. If they're going to use Daniel Bryan to get him over, I'm I'm suspect that they're using him to get Daniel Bryan over. Of course, yeah. that, that's a fine first feud. But but let me tell you something. That first time Big Cass beats Daniel Bryan, you're gonna have you're gonna have a fan revolt on your hands. Um, but that might be what they want because they're not trying to get Big Cass over as a babyface. No. no. Um. Uh. When I saw this, I was like, "You you're really gonna bring him back?" as the guy we had all gotten tired of immediately when he turned heel. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to change his look. You're not going to change his gear. You're not going to tell him to drop the stupid accent. Like, he was he was dying a slow death when he got that injury. He's been out for eight months, and you had an opportunity to repackage that guy entirely. I, there, was, there was talk that he was going to go back to being called Colin Cassidy instead of Big Cass, that whatever. Um, I just thought it was kind of weird, and it seems like this is not the way to get this guy over on this show with these people on it now going up against that guy. I so, think it is. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, like, I, I guess, but no one's really going to take him seriously. If he beats up Daniel Bryan, it's like, well, get this guy off the stage and let, it, let Daniel Bryan wrestle people like Samoa Joe. People aren't going to like watching Some him. Some people will. There are okay. going to be a lot of people that are like, Fine. he's a seven-foot dick going right. after the guy who's taken three years off and is half his size. That's true. And here's here's the thing. I said, what are they doing with this? Somebody tweeted me and I retweeted this. He'd be a fantastic bodyguard for Miz. Yeah. If Miz shows up next week and says, I want to bring out my new entourage, and I only need one of them. And out comes Big Cass, and we find out that it was Miz who from LA sent Big Cass to do his dirty work tonight. And 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 you can you can have Miz subtly repackage and mold big cast into his image and make him his his heater and that way that's how you keep Miz and Daniel Bryan from having that match until like SummerSlam time because you have Miz force Bryan to go up against big cast over and over again see it's an, that's an interesting idea but I, I still think that doesn't help with ca- some of Cass's weaker spots I mean you're basically keeping him in there until until he shows something but playing second banana he was doing that already with, with Enzo and the whole yeah. point was to bring him in here and, and to make him solo. Now what, what I personally would have done, I think is I would have put him on the raw brand and I would have probably made a tag team with, with Baron Corbin, like a twin towers type thing sure. to make them equal partners until, you know, cause both of them have similar issues in some ways. You package them together as a team that, that can find a personality somehow. And then when it's time to break them up, to make them both single stars, you could do that. That would have been, kind of my brainstorm in there. I, I don't mind him here. I don't mind Alex's idea. I like Alex's idea. I just think what it does is it puts Cass back at square one rather than having had some sort of evolution. in it. Yeah, that's where I am too. I like the idea, but he's been doing that for four years with an even louder version of the Miz and broke away from that intentionally just over a year ago. I mean, or a year ago, that was, that was his whole thing is that he follows no one. I mean, as, uh, Glenn Rubenstein pointed out on Twitter, he literally follows no one on Twitter. Mm. So he uh, kind of living the gimmick in that regard. Anderson and Gallows heading to SmackDown Live. They needed it bad, not as much now as they did several months ago since they had affiliated with Balor. But now there is no Balor Club <laughs> right after they made a bunch of merch and did yep. OG shirts and all that. Jeff, do they pair together with AJ Styles? Because, I mean, looking at things, 
quite a nice set of trios that SmackDown Live could have as well. Uh, I would have liked to, the Usos and Roman Reigns to have been one of those trios over on Raw, but uh, this is a fine addition, depending on what you do with them. Yeah, I mean, I could see anything from using like Gallows to be the first guy you feed to Cass, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I I saw a clever idea where they use the Japanese history, and oh, they're coming back to team with AJ, but nope, they're working for Shinsuke, and they That's and they and one. they. And they turn on AJ. I, I liked that idea a lot. Um, I like them both. I, I was kind of hoping for the revival instead, but I, I'll take these two if you're going to push them as a credible tag team. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And I'd love, you know, matches with them and the Usos, I think it'll be quite good to be honest with you and i think i think they'll work well with the bludgeon brothers as well but i think they're just over here to be a team you can beat alex your thoughts i mean i thought they were doing some good stuff with finn finn had gotten away from them in the most recent weeks and it weren't really teaming together um uh but yeah i i I like them with aj i really like the idea of aj thinks they're backing him up and they're actually working for shinsuke i do like that a lot um, and I do think they can be great cannon fodder for Bludgeon Brothers matches, like because they're they're big and and um, well, Gallows is big and Anderson's athletic and and fun to watch when he's doing his babyface repertoire. Um, so yeah, I think there's there's a lot they can do there. I don't I don't see them rising to the upper echelon uh, of the top tag teams on SmackDown Live. I know they held the belts at least once over on Raw. I don't see them holding them here. Um, so. But here's the thing. They're really great hands. They're a lot of fun. Um, if they ever actually spin off um, Southpaw, uh, they're the absolute stars of that. <laughs> so uh, you could build a whole brand around those guys. So also, we see selfie promos for The Bar. Yeah. I, what do you think of their addition, Jeff? I... I like both individually. I don't like yeah. the bar as a tag team. I really don't. I don't think they they do. I mean, they don't do any tag team maneuvers. They are the epitome of the of the attitude era WWE tag team where you're putting two singles guys together and there's still two singles guys wrestling as opposed to wrestling as a unit. Yeah, I'm not as excited about a Cesaro being on SmackDown today as I would have been initially or mm-hmm. a year ago. Alex, any thoughts on you losing the bar? I would like to personally uh, be the first to congratulate Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt on being the brand new Raw Tag Team Champions as of next Friday. Uh, Maybe, maybe. There's still a lot of stuff and rematches and things to go. Nicholas could still enact his rematch class (laughs) in Saudi Arabia. Exactly. Well, I mean... Women can't wrestle there. They didn't say shit about (laughs) 10-year-olds. Um, they, uh, as far as right now, what we have is we have, uh, the bar versus, uh, Hardy and Wyatt for the tag team titles, uh, next Friday, they could add a team to that match next Monday on raw, but if they don't, 
there's no way Cesaro and Sheamus are taking the Raw tag team titles to SmackDown. It's not happening. So they they couldn't, John, and you know that. Yeah, they could. (laughs) Uh, In a different different, uh, company, I would say that's possible. No, with a different guy running the company. Sure, I would say sure. that's possible. Hold right, on. Right. Do, do you, do you yes. think Kurt Angle is checking those contracts, giving how bad of a GM he is? And, oh, wait, <laughs> you can't go over to that show with the Raw Tag Team titles. You all really think it's 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 above a certain guy to go, God damn it, the Raw titles are on SmackDown? The and then SmackDown on the, titles are on Raw! And then the <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, yeah, he he could absolutely do that, now. couldn't he? Yeah. And then the next pay per view, we'll just switch them because, as you know, all pay per views are now co co branded. Best of both worlds is what I hear. God, that song was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had somebody tell me yesterday. I don't know how that sounds anything like Diddy's "I'm Coming Home," and I said, "Well, have you listened to the song? Because it is a very, it is a direct ripoff." The cadence, the beat, everything. Go listen to it. And they're on good terms with Diddy. Just get him to do the damn song. We see selfie promo for Andrade, Cien, Almas, and Zelina. Jeff, do you think we see Zelina wrestling? We've seen it lately in NXT, but she had primarily been a second for Andrade, Cien, Almas. No, because they're going to keep her Rana special, I think, and that she's just going to, she's just going to, I think they may eventually, like, if, if, if they happen to bring Gargano and Candace up as a package unit and put them on SmackDown, maybe, but I, I think she's going to be just a manager who gets involved. You want to know what's crazy? She is 27 years old. She first wrestled in TNA January 11th, 2011. Yep. Wow. And now, uh, now one of her old uh, teammates is a producer for WWE. So that's that's kind of cool as well. I love this addition. This is just This is perfect. And Andrade Cien Almas is the Manny Ramirez of WWE. He is perfect for pro wrestling. This character is perfect for pro wrestling and I think he's going to be a big hit on SmackDown if they let him be. Uh yeah. I can't wait to see some interactions between him and Shinsuke Nakamura because that could be very fun. My one worry is that Zelina overshadows him in Possibly. terms of the act, and and they don't let him talk because, you know, his his natural language is is you know isn't English. So it's one of those things where they may not give him the microphone. Although when he does the natural, when he does the the, the promos in his native tongue, they still come off as legitimate. You don't need. Yeah. The English, but of course they don't trust that at the same time. We're 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 going to have to wait for it, I suspect. Mm-hmm. But there's a 25 minute AJ Styles versus Andrade Almas match in our future. I would say sometime in the fall, while they're trying to like just keep eyes on the brand. Um, gimme, gimme. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's 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 nice that um, that everything's going to be on the same pay per view because you're going to have both brands trying to top each other on you know on the in ring work. Um, the thing is that recently it hasn't been about in-ring outstanding work on, on actual regular TV on WWE recently. So I don't know how much of these we're going to get great, great, great in-ring stuff. Um, we're going to see the pay-per-views, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But at least I won't have to worry about missing a lot too much of it on Tuesdays when I'm not covering it. <laughs> Our this, truth is this, is where, this is where you tell me to suck it, Jeff Hawkins. Sucky, sucky, suck, 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 suck it, suck it, Alex Palaski, suck it. Let's suck let that it. one die a death. Our truth is backstage, face to face with Ty Dillinger, staring him down. And New Day says, "Do you know this guy?" And they go, "Yeah, we do." And they do this weird handshake, and Our Truth thinks he's on Raw. He's actually on SmackDown. Okay, is there some history between these two that I missed? What am I forgetting? Uh, I watched. I've watched every second of in canon WWE programming for years. I can't remember. Did Did they have a thing back when he was uh? What, what was the guy's name that got super kicked by uh Stan? <laughs> Stan? Did Stan and 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 Ron? Ron Truth ever have anything? I'm like, did I miss something on main event? Because 
That's possible. That, that, I just don't remember it. I, just, I, I think I think it's funnier if if we've never seen it and they're just best friends off camera. Um, hey, hey, th- this appears to be a new addition to the tag team division. So hooray! <laughs> Anything, I think anything gets Dillinger on TV for me. I'm I'm fine for. I like. That. I think I think Dillinger and Little Jimmy were a team at one time. <laughs> what so? <sighs> let's see here. What do we have next? Carmella comes out for the celebration. Talks over her cash and win. Says that she'll miss her briefcase, Frankie. I usually hate it when people when wrestlers in the ring throw to videos, but this is such a Carmella thing to do that I thought that it fit, and it was a highlight of herself. Charlotte comes out and says that she can't be mad because she knows the dirtiest player in the game. She's coming for her title. Iconics come out, and as soon as their music hit, they just seem like stars. Stars that Alex Palowski will never get to talk about, but stars nonetheless. <laughs> Alex, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I, I, I love these two. I loved them in NXT for as long as they were there. Uh, I missed them when they were gone for certain, for a number of months. Well, at least you'll have Sundays once a month. Yes, that's true. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, this is the whole Sometimes. thing. The, the, the co-branded thing makes me worried that a lot of these people that I love that are getting moved from place to place, that I won't see them at all because it's going to, you're going to boil down to, there are, there are going to be very sure. few mid-card non-title feuds that get anywhere near pay-per-view at this point. So we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I, I love these two. They're great. They're I, I love their little hi Carmella. Like that, that was fantastic. All everything is about this whole promo was beautiful. Um, and I love them. And I'm I, I'm sad that they are not on my show. Everything about this Carmella segment through the match, uh, she knocked it out of the park. She was great. Um, from from just coming out and and controlling the crowd when they tried to what her the video reminded me a lot of there was a 1985 I think or 84 music video for Tully Blanchard in the NWA this song was a lot like that one um in, in many ways her being absolutely nonplussed at the announcer's desk yes. during the Charlotte match and yawning was fantastic um she's she has the ball and she started to run with it i like it i like carmel is a perfect flaky heel for for this time and place in the smackdown women's division because she has a murderer's row now of people coming after her which makes it which makes it a very intriguing story i thought the iconics again on promos are just they're they're hammy without overdoing it which, which I really like. I mean, the, the Peyton doing her terrible Charlotte impression is, is one of the best things to the point where Charlotte's corpsing during the impression, yes. which, which is fantastic. And then um, Alex actually retweeted this. I don't necessarily want to steal this thunder, but I'm going to. Um, Becky coming out after eating Queen quinoa <laughs> in the back yes. and dropping it and having to come out was absolutely a fantastic she plugs plot holes all the time not only she, that, I, I assigned this saga to alex as his uh, next article yes her yes. her stupid goofy sense of humor is one of my favorite things and the fact that she has continuity in said stupid stupid goofy sense of humor is just awesome i just want to so say i, I have never seen becky lynch happier than this past saturday when her boyfriend luke sanders won his ufc fight and you must see, yeah. <laughs> I won, he's won one before. He's two and two now. Almost beat, uh, God, I can't remember, Alcantara, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. But the UFC loved her being there. They cut to her like five or six different times on the UFC fight pass prelims, and Dolph Ziggler was there too. Uh, our boy Jinder Mahal didn't make it there for his buddy Aryan Buller, who was supposed to walk out last year before the hurricane. But that's neither here nor there. It was good to see Becky Lynch so happy. But she makes the save, and as Jeff pointed out, uh, threw her quinoa down, which is quite a symbol of friendship because apparently that quinoa is excellent. <laughs> Dang. Dang, this quinoa is really good. Dang. Yeah. Um, I will say that as much as excited as we're all getting, unless they've changed who's running the shows themselves, I do see a lot of six-woman tags in our future. 
No, um, no, that's not happening, Alex. No, you can't do that to me. You can't give me. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's oh, true. It's, it's for sure happening next week. Oh, it's definitely going to happen. Violet and Becky and Naomi versus suck the it, Jeff. Iconics no, and Carmella. I will not suck. I will not be sucking it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just no. saying it's probably going to happen more weeks than not. Just go ahead, close your close your eyes, open your mouth, Jeb. There you go. Wow. Alex is serving <laughs> one up for you. I'm just I'm just saying. So it's weird to see someone near Charlotte's size wrestling against her. And the thing I like about iconic duo is they look like stars. They look different. They don't have at least maybe I'm forgetting it. Does do either one have like green or purple or red hair, like some crazy hair? They no. Not yet. Not not yet. Yeah, not yet. Billy and Charlotte are about a mile apart on a forearm to Flair's face when she's flying into the ring. Billy Kay used Enzo's old finish because why the hell not at this point? He's not using (laughs) it anymore. She also had a nice suplex but was submitted by Charlotte. Uh, Kay went about 10 minutes with arguably the top woman on the roster, so I don't think that her losing is uh, any negative. Carmella, as as Jeff noted, did really good looking unimpressed by the entire situation. All three women jump Charlotte and Becky, but a debuting Asuka shows up. That division, albeit uh, a six-woman tag division, essentially. Yeah. It's loaded, Alex. You're losing Asuka, too. Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm losing, I'm losing Asuka. Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm uh, yeah. This, I mean, I am too, kind of. But Right. No, I mean, here's the thing. Um, uh the I'm not. on 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 raw uh, i just I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful that we're going we're going to get that full story of of bailey versus sasha with several matches that are going to be great uh, to look forward to uh because I, I don't there are a lot of six woman tags on raw I, I don't think but but here there are and i was wanted to say that that um hiding people like becky and oscar in six woman tag matches when they should be having a best out of seven series for God's sake, because those women are fantastic. And they have like a, a, a little bit of a, of a thing going back to like Becky being in the audience and taunting Oscar when Oscar was putting stuff on Bailey at, in the NXT matches. Like it's, there's really great stuff to be had if they don't put six women um, in the match at the same time, you know, we'll see. I just wanted to add that Charlotte was chopping the crap out of Billy Kay oh, in yeah. that match. Well, welcome to the main Ooh. roster, kid. Yeah, here's, yeah, have a little fire, Scarecrow. Speaking of Asuka, uh, another addition, Absolution. Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. I mentioned on Twitter today, guys, Like, just because somebody's on a plane going to South Africa doesn't mean they weren't going to be sent over because last year they did that with a whole gang of people. Yeah. Uh, the Miz also showed up, and we saw a bit of a return of Maurice via a selfie video, which I liked. I was glad that they're keeping her kind of within storyline. But Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, they got be- beat up and sent packing last night. I thought for sure we were going to see Ronda Rousey and Natalia against Absolution at Backlash. Doesn't look like that'll be the case since they're on SmackDown now. But, Jeff, what do you think of the ad- addition of these two? I think they're fine. I think they're women that you you can save to build for later um and that's a judicious way of saying you can beat them right now you have the connection to page which may give them some characterization uh, i was legit surprised that this was not sasha and bailey in some ways but at the same time this makes more sense cuz otherwise that smackdown roster would just be so top heavy that it'd be hard to beat anybody so i mean and i like them both i think they're both doing well for the spot they're in right now. And they're, they're, they're just kind of, they're slow rolling um, Mandy and Sonya right now. I, I think Sonya being on SmackDown is smarter than her being on the same roster as Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Alex, you're losing <laughs> absolution. Not, not a severe loss, but I see a lot of upside in Sonya Deville and they clearly have always liked Mandy Rose. No, I, I there, there. She's got nothing but upside. She she improves every time I watch her. Uh, I think she's going to be going to be very very good in a few years. Um, and you know, hey, uh, over over on Raw, we got we got uh, Miss Gay Meat and and Harley Quinn and and uh, 
punk punk rock sue no no, no no Liv morgan's gimmick is that she eats fun dip now yeah oh yeah that's because i think she should do that i think she should come up with a different color tongue every, every week it's i think dumbest the shit the it's dumbest so, shit so stupid ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful, you guys. Go check out the Fightful shirts. I lied. There's your one ad read. Up next, we had AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan defeating Rusev Davey at DQ. The crowd was cooking. They cared for at least all of these guys. Let me jump in here real quick. Okay. Yeah, they cared about these guys. They, they should be a bit ashamed of themselves for what they were doing during the women's segment. Oh, yeah? For chanting Who? for Y2J. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, I mean... Ugh. I didn't I didn't even notice it. I, I kind of watched with the volume down a little bit more. Ah. Days, but... Their reasons. Styles and Brian both go for their submissions at the same time. I just want to say, I can tell Graves is making an effort to up his MMA knowledge, and I can appreciate that, because I've noticed it in recent weeks. Like, he's talked about Razor being in Bellator. He's mentioned that uh, Daniel Bryan's submission is a form of an omoplata. Speaking of, uh, Aryan Buller, Jinder Mahal's boy, got tapped out with a form of the yes lock on uh, UFC the other night. Only the second in UFC history. It's essentially the yes lock without the cross face. Uh, I will do a breakdown on a video breakdown on that, on why one works and one, why one doesn't. I had a lot of people asking for that, uh, but I'll, I'll do that eventually. Rusev Day, get out of the submission holds. We go to commercial break. Rusev did a bear hug in 2018. I ain't with that, you guys. Jeff, your thoughts on bear hugs in 2018. I know you're an old timer. Eh, I like bear hugs. I think they provide a good respect for a power move and give people a chance to rest. By the way, Alex, how are you feeling about, you know, being able to see what a transition that was? By that way, was way better than Sister Lucretia, by the way. Someday, someday we'll have blood feuds and we'll be able to see real hate on the screen. Um, are you ready for the Jinder Mahal on Raw era, Alex Pawlowski? Because you can suck on that no, quite no, a bit. No, on the I'm... Titan truck. Hey, up here, AJ. Up here. Yeah, you get you get that every week now. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like for the foreseeable future, I'll be rooting in vain for No Way Jose. <laughs> I'd just like to uh, add this old man Hawkins character to the slew. Although it's, I'm kind of bummed that I don't get to do shows with Bix anymore because back in to, my day you could pin someone with a suplex. I used to, I used to do a snobby Bix character where I would talk about a good batch and all, but it's now Butch Miller and Rook Williams against Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers from the Crockett Cup. Hell. I miss, I miss those days. <laughs> there are so many. Just, <laughs> I love your British Bix character. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's, it fits. Miss you, Bix. Uh, either way, uh, Brian, he takes these bumps and I'm still scared. It's like, yep. it's like I'm floating above him, watching him like, oh, stop, don't. But he gets a hot tag off of a Pele kick. But then out of nowhere... After the yes kicks or it kicks, depending on what brand. Well, not not what brand you're on. Who you're who you're ah, with. Yeah, Shinsuke Cock Nakamura <laughs> comes out, and I deliver to you fist to cock. That's what we're getting, and I hope he says it on promos. <laughs> fist to penis <laughs> every week. No, because he doesn't. He hits Styles he, and he the wiener so goddamn hard, Alex. Uh, yeah, that's that's his thing. As he punches people in 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 the dick. Uh, but it's okay because he learned he learned he learned from the best. Because uh, there's a whole line of great dick punchers in WWE. You can watch all of them on the WWE Network, and I'm sure that's what he's been doing. Back in my day, we used to go see Dick Puncher at the Reunion Arena, and he was so over. This he channeled his inner China with this one. <laughs> China, I think, revolutionized the low blow coming in from behind and doing it like that. It was all forearm, it wasn't like really fist on balls. It's more that of the occasional, <laughs> it's the occasional, it's the occasional direct shot to the, to the groinal region. But Nakamura came and just hung him out to dry. I'm like, 
AJ Styles might as well have been a wet towel. Just flopping around like, oh. This is leading to AJ Styles wearing a metal cup, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the road dog. The yeah. road dog like one China. Of course. Yeah. 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 Man. Yeah. <laughs> he punched AJ in the penis so yeah. hard and just kept it there. <laughs> this was this was it. It was great. Cass joins the fray. He's got cool new gear. He beats up Daniel Bryan. I I like Cass as a foil to these guys. If anybody's gonna get good matches out of Cass, it's gonna be Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and the like. That's a really big if. I think I think it'll work. He needs a good finish, though. That was SmackDown Live, Ewans. Jeff, what do you think of SmackDown's Hall? Um, I I would like to uh extend my sympathies once again to Alex for uh having to co- having to cover Raw, which is obviously the B show. Um yeah. With some notable exceptions. I think I look, I think the Drew McIntyre part, you know, given depending on what they do will be interesting. I think they're gonna try some interesting things with some flat characters. So I, I I'm not as far down as but I am very excited, especially because I I like the difference in characterization of the women's division. I think SmackDown has just really got a good one right now. doesn't have all my favorites, but this is as close as I'm going to get with two rosters full. I think the tag team division has gotten a lot stronger. And and look, they got the guys I like, with the exception of Kevin and Sammy going over to Raw. I'm, I'm loving this the singles division also. So, I mean, I'm, I'm quite excited. Alex, it's time for you to read the obituary of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> um, R- Raw died on April, whatever it was last night, uh, and whatever it's tonight. Um, it's um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's bad. It's bad. There, there's there's things they can do with it though. Um, uh, here's the thing. I, I for me, and I I say this because because a I'm a huge fan of his, and b because he really is the wild card here on Raw, it all depends on what they're planning on doing with Braun Strowman. Because right now he's entirely directionless. Um, and we don't know, where is he going to find a partner and be part of the tag division? Is he going to go after the mid-card title? Is he is he going to still be a foil to Roman? Are they going to f- ever wise up and do something really special with him? We don't know. Um, I, I do want to say, before we got entirely away from this match that happened at the end, um, Simon Gotch was released on April 5th, 2017. Raise your hand, everyone out there, if you thought that a year later, Aiden English, who was left behind, would be in a tag match versus AJ yeah. Styles and Daniel Bryan. And like, playing a good foil. Cool. Yeah. And yes. Great. And how crazy that last this last year has been for Aiden English and how happy I am for him that he went from being nowhere to being in this position. So I'm really happy for him. Um, SmackDown Live is, is has all the potential in the world to be one of the greatest shows in the brand split era and of all brand splits of WWE has the potential to be. We'll see if the people who run the show ruin that for them, but who knows? This was a fun episode of SmackDown Live. Of course, we had exclusive spoilers over at Fightful.com. You boys are breaking news. Every day. And you all can check out our exclusive podcasts over at Fightful.com, FightfulPods.com. We have additional podcasts over at FightfulSelect.com. If you want to support Fightful and check it out, I do a Q&A show, a retro show. I review all the other shows besides Raw and SmackDown over there. This Sunday, I am reviewing uh, Impact Redemption along with WrestleView.com's Adam Martin. We're going to do a simulcast on both websites, so make sure you check that out. Also, check out our friends over at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. They do a lot of great work with us, for us. Uh, Love that partnership. They do just awesome stuff. You'll see a lot of their videos on our articles. Jeff, what do you got going on this week? This week on Shake Them Ropes, Rob McCarron will be on the show. We'll be going over um, all the uh, Shake Up. um, And we're going to go over the uh, Andre the Giant documentary, which we have both watched. I forgot to go over that on last week's Weekender, so I will also be talking about that on the Weekender on FightfulSelect.com this weekend. Alex, I assigned you an article on Becky Lynch and the Quinoa Saga. I don't know <laughs> when we'll get it in, but yeah, it seems right up your alley. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, her 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 affection for grains is much like my affection for pizza, which explains our body type differences. Oh, well, my man, uh, life would be terrible without pizza. You have some good pizza in the Midwest, Alex. I, I don't hate oh. on that. I mean, hey, I, <laughs> I am I am in consideration to go to Chicago in about a month for this this presser that's going to go on. So if I'm there, yeah. I got to get this lasagna that you all call pizza out that way. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, my God. Guys, thank you all so much. Leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe. Listen, your boy, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a good one per usual. Until next time, guys, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.